Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to Tuesday, August 31st. It is the last day of August. And uh, hey, we are set up for a really uh, decent market gain for the whole month. So we'll have to talk about that more tomorrow. But before we go to Dave, let me just remind you that, uh, hey, we continue to hit all-time highs. The question is, are you ready when this thing finally decides to tilt the other direction? Do you know how much risk you have in your current portfolio? If not, please give us a call, 863-382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray. And with that, we have Dave coming up next. Seven, Mr. Mr. I am Mr. Morning Dave to you. It's 840, 20 before 9. It's time to check in and see what's going on with your money this morning. couple of new records on the market again yesterday. Are you getting used to this junk? Let's see whether it's going to continue with the resources from Statler Financial Services in downtown Sebring. Philip Statler's on the line. Philip, good morning. How are you? Good morning, Dave. Hey, doing well today. It's hard to believe that it is August 31st, the last day of August, and we're finishing up the eighth month. And you know what, Dave? This is still set to be a record um, doing well. The S&P 500 is going to be up, I think, 3% before today. The NASDAQ, I think, was up 2% or 3% before today. And the, and the Dow actually is up about 2%, I think, for the month. Yeah, the Dow was off by a tinge, but we were giggling about it a little bit. 55 points uh, 20 years ago, 55 points would be called a major sell-off. Today, it's 16 hundredths of a percent, and it really is a wobble more than anything yesterday. The other two indexes, both the S&P and the NASDAQ, both set new records, and it kind of makes you want to sit back and say, whoa, wait a minute here. August is supposed to be the worst month of the year on the stock market. What happened? This is definitely one of those times you did not want to sell and go away um, uh, yeah. for the summer, for sure. It was definitely, it, it's been a summer in which uh, basically anybody that just stuck their money in an index fund might have had a couple of interesting rides during the summer, but uh, by and large, uh, you're running ahead of money. And uh, it's, it's, there really isn't an indication yet so far that there's a chink in the armor either because the underpinnings seem to be that we're going to keep on buying for the most part. Well, that, that definitely seems to be the case. And that does provide a little bit of fear for some people because at what point, I mean, you know, we, we keep getting higher and higher and higher. And at what point does, do we get that chink in the armor and we start to fall off and we continue to fall instead of bouncing, right? We, we continue to see little indications where we go down, we bounce back up to new highs. At what point do we quit bouncing? And that's going to be what has people really concerned. And that's the element that gets worrisome. As you and I have always said, you never know what's going to trigger a correction or, heaven forbid, a bear market, which has to happen eventually. Uh, you know, it's, uh, yesterday we had a negative housing report again. I would expect that to be you know, not good news given how important housing is, but what happens to the three indexes set new records? Well, that's right. And it wasn't a big miss. I mean, they expected uh, pending home sales to go up a half a percent. It went down eight tenth. I mean, 1.8%, um, which is not good news. But, you know, there's all kinds of reasons for pending home sales to, to get to be a miss. And again, it's one data point. We've had several now. Um, and there is some indication that, that that market is slowing down. But whenever you and I start talking about it slowing down, then 
we get numbers that seem to say it's okay and, and speeding up again. So it, it's, uh, it, it is confusing for the average person. Yeah, we're getting to be like weathermen. We always seem to be wrong because all the conventional indications that would point in a direction aren't necessarily happening, and that's both concerning and concerning. Uh, one of the things coming out later on today that's going to be kind of interesting because we got a consumer confidence number a couple of weeks ago that kind of rattled the market for a day or so. Uh, the Conference Board Consumer Confidence Index for August comes out at 10 a.m. this morning. I'm going to be kind of watching that because when the Michigan Consumer Confidence reading came out from the University of Michigan well, about three weeks ago. We had one of those really drop-off days, and I was saying, oh, my heavens, that might be the beginning. Well, it wasn't, but it did rattle the markets for a day, so it's going to be interesting to see what the attitude of the consumer means to the markets today. Well, it will. I mean, I, I see what the forecast number is right now, and, and it is down. I mean, they are expecting it to fall from what it was the previous month. So um, the question is, does it fall more than expected, or does it come in line with expectations? That'll be the key at 10 o'clock this morning. Understood. Got a bunch of corporate news out today in advance of the really big data dump days that start tomorrow when we get all the unemployment indications for the month before. Uh, you've got a couple of interesting ones. I noticed that Bud Light is, is launching a pumpkin spiced seltzer. Okay. I don't think I'd stand in line for that one. Uh, me either. It doesn't hit in the process. Other things to stand in line for, the uh, meme stocks have been making an awful lot of news, and the company that's been driving it, Robinhood, just issued their first IPO for publicly traded stock. They're in the news all of a sudden, too, I gather. Robinhood is, and they're they're having a, a little bit of a bumpy ride, Dave. Two things have come out and, and really have, have struck against Robinhood. The first thing is, is PayPal has uh, been exploring the launch of its own stock trading platform for folks here in the United States. Oh. And so, yeah, I mean, you're talking about going up against the big boys like PayPal, that's a big deal. And then you add to that, the chairman of the SEC, Gary Gensler, came out and said that it is, it is possible, quite possible, that they could um, ban payment for order flow. And oh. let's let's remember, folks, that's how Robinhood makes their money is getting paid for order flow. And so if the SEC comes out and bans that, you have to wonder how's Robinhood going to make their money going forward. They're going to have to start charging folks for their accounts and their trades. And so uh, it's really putting some pressure on Robinhood. They were down about 7 percent yesterday, down almost another 4 percent today. So um, some some pressure on them. You start, to, you start to kind of get the notion with messages like that coming out of the Fed. They don't really like Robin Hood to begin with. So let's wait until after the, their IPO before we make a decision like this, shall we? Well, you know, hey, let's face it. What's their name? Robin Hood? You know, <laughs> no government liked a Robin Hood, no matter what happened in history. Uh, that's true. They, they much preferred Maid Marian. Uh, other companies that are going the opposite direction they were supposed to, I mean, a lot of retailers I know have their first dollar of profit posted on the wall as being an occasion. Well, Zoom could post their first billion-dollar quarter this last quarter, but darn, the stock market's kind of mad at them. What gives with Zoom, anyway, on the reports this morning? Well, you're right. Zoom had a, a better quarter than expected. They actually, for the first time, hit that billion dollar mark 
for revenue. That was good news for them. Um, their earnings uh, per share beat by 20 cents a share, came in at like $1.36. So everything looks rosy, Dave. Looks really good for them. However, right, they, uh, they came out with their, their numbers and then added their looking forward prognosis and said, look, growth rates have slowed. Um, and we expect that to continue to be an issue for us. Um, and so Zoom is really taking it on the chin this morning, down almost 15%. Ooh. Yeah, I, I was kind of curious what their guidance was going to be like because they got so fat and sassy during the shutdowns when everybody and their brother was using Zoom for everything from board meetings to club meetings to chats with the grandkids. Kind of curious what their guidance was going to be like now that we're starting to get out and about again. Well, and that's their guidance now, but it'll be interesting to see because with obviously with the Delta variant coming out, and now I, I read an article about some uh, African variant coming out that, that's becoming more and more of an issue. Will those things pick back up again? Because I know I saw the airline travel report this morning, and uh, and it was taking a big hit compared to what it was in June and July. So it, it will be interesting to see if, if it actually ends up being an issue in this quarter. Absolutely. we got some other reports as we get to it. I'd call it the tail end of earnings season. It's almost over, but you actually have a fair chunk of household name reports to talk about, don't you? Yeah, we do. We have two more in the um, retail uh, area. Designer brands, which used to be known as DSW Shoes, um, they came out and they uh, they beat by a little over uh, 100% of what they're supposed to. They're supposed to make about 24 cents a share. They made 56. Um, now get this number. This one just really blows you out of the water. They, their same store sales were expected to increase by 62%. Mm -hmm. It actually came in at 85%. Whoa. Better than last, last quarter. Um, so... Uh, so they're getting a nice little bump in all that. They're up 5.6% uh, this morning. So a nice little bump for them. Then we look at women's fashion, Chico's, uh, which is a, a retail apparel center. Um, they really surprised the market. They were expected to lose $0.08 cents a share, Dave, and actually made $0.21 cents a share. Revenue above uh, forecast as well. They said that that is the best Second quarter in eight years. <laughs> Everybody needed new jeans after getting locked up with fat foods for a whole year. I guess so. However, <laughs> they have made a switch because they were up originally. Now they're trading down a little bit. They're down almost 3%, actually. People discovered they don't look as good in the bigger jeans. <laughs> <laughs> Just a guess. Nothing more. One more. That's it. That's what I got for today. In that case, I'm happy to go forward here. Yesterday, it was we said you'd have to call it a mixed bag, but you really can't call a 55-point drop on the Dow a, a red day, even though it was that color. Dow was off by 55. S&P and NASDAQ both up to new selling records at the close of the day. Last day of the month is ahead of us, Philip. What does the momentum look like 45 minutes early? Well, Dave, it looks to me like we are going to kind of take a little break today. Now, it has improved a little bit. I mean, but let's face it, it's been all over the place. When I got when I got up this morning, it was all green, looked nice and pretty. I thought, man, it's going to be a great day. 
I come to the office, turn the computers on, and now we're in the red. So we've got the Dow down uh, $50, S&P 500 down about $6, the NASDAQ 100 down about $20. So um, everything's down, but just a, a, a tad over a tenth of a percent right now. The commodity side, we are seeing silver and gold advance. Silver's up almost a half a percent this morning. Gold is up eh, a tenth of a percent. So, uh, but, but hey, it's the right direction. Crude oil is coming down. Uh, it's really about where it was yesterday when you and I talked, but it's uh, down one, one and a quarter percent from its close to $68.36 a barrel. That's one of those things I'm kind of happy to see all the forecasters wrong on, that we're not having a big bump on crude oil after Ida going through the Gulf. Yeah, I I'm, I'm really am kind of surprised about that. Yeah, me too, really. I expected a couple of bucks on the barrel just on the fact that they shut down the wells for a few days, but evidently not. Overseas markets, uh, the Asian rim pretty much followed our yesterday. They were all up at the close this morning. Europe is kind of following our futures. They're down. We're talking about you know, percentages of a percent, not very much, but still red ink halfway through their day. Philip, predictability, we kind of went to it earlier. You never know what's going to cause the market to go. I mean, we all like the nosebleed territory, but what goes up must go down. And if that's a year or two before retirement, that can be real uncomfortable. How do I find you to get insulation from those eventualities? Dave, you're so right. I mean, we continue to hit all-time highs. The question is, how have you pared your risk down, especially if you are retired or your five years or less out from retirement? Uh, give us a call at 863 382-0037 to schedule your financial x-ray to make sure you don't have too much risk in your current portfolio. And then check us out this weekend on the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. at noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk, 730. And back again together tomorrow morning about the same time here on Light. Philip, thank you so much. You have a great day. All right, man. You too. Thank you much. 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services, Philip Statler. Hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. I hope that your week continues to do well. Be good. I look forward to speaking to you again tomorrow. Take care. Bye now.